My name's Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Hi. Now, this is a multi-platform release, so I want a full report on Fresh all... Cakes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 14 of the Fresh Cakes podcast. We are brought to you by Fresh Cakes Sports. Check out everything Fresh Cakes is doing. Uh, that's the podcast. Uh, that is a YouTube page. Everything is in the link in the bio uh, at Fresh Cakes Sport on Twitter and at Fresh Cakes Pod on Instagram. And I am your host, Donnie Finkel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Donnie Finkel alongside. Or as well as, excuse me, on TikTok at the Donnie Fickle. See, obviously, I took a fucking week off and looked at what happened. I'm a fucking a little rusty. Um, so yeah, I'm back, back in the building, back in the recording studio. Uh, did take a bit, of, t- t- took a week off. You know, uh, to be frank with you, it was um, it was a little bit of a tough week for me. Uh, my dad passed on March 31st, three years ago. Uh, we and his birthday was April fourth. Is is April fourth? Um, so you know it was kind of a tough couple of days for me. You know the fact that it was Easter time when he passed too, and you know just had a lot going on. So I just really didn't feel like being funny. To be frank with you, like I really didn't like have anything in me to be funny. Um, you know I wrote a blog a couple of years ago um, that I posted. You know the day of the, the day of his anniversary too, and I got a lot of a lot of good. Uh, you know. A lot of good remarks on that. A lot of people reached out and you know said it was really great and everything. And I appreciate everybody who reached out. Uh, like I said in the blog, I don't, I don't think I think that less of the people who don't. Everybody deals with death in different ways, uh, especially when it's been you know three years. Like I mean, it's it is what it is at this point. Like you know, you never get over it. But at the same time, like you know, when things come up like this, it's like you're instantly put back into that place where it's like me coming home and me seeing ambulances everywhere. Uh, and me, my neighbor telling me my dad was dead, you know, like it, uh, it all comes back to you, you know, and then, you know, you start to think of the bad times, obviously you think of the good times as well and everything in between. But so, like I said, it's just, it was kind of a rough, rough couple of days for me, but I'm ready. I'm back. I'm ready to go. We, uh, you know, we, we go to therapy for a reason. So, um, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to. Ready to talk a little bit about a little bit about some some sports with you. Obviously, gambling specifically. Um, you know, baseball's back. My favorite sport is back. I'm currently recording this while I'm watching the Yankees, uh, who are down two to one to the fucking Orioles right now. Even though Jamison Tyone is pitching pretty damn well, considering um, after Garrett Cole last night had pitched an absolute fucking uh, just was dominant. Uh, 13 strikeouts, seven innings, you know, the whole nine probably could have went out there for the eighth if they wanted him to. He probably could have finished the game, but I mean, so early in the season, it doesn't really matter. Um, but this is a gambling podcast first and foremost, as I've always said. I'm coming at you with some picks. Uh, we're going to start with the baseball. I'm sorry, we're going to start with uh, 
We're going to start with March Madness. With a little recap of the March Madness, uh, you know, the tournament. <coughs> uh, the championship game, excuse me. Um, it sucked, to be honest. Like, it just was not a good game. Baylor was pretty much in control the entire time. Gambling standpoint, uh, I saw them as high as plus 195 uh, at one point. I just... I didn't didn't end up taking any action at all. That's why I didn't. Uh, that's why I didn't. I didn't tweet any picks out. I didn't do anything like that because I wasn't really sure. Like, you know what? I, I couldn't get a read on the game, so I wasn't gonna give like a half-ass pick just to give a pick. You know, like I wanted to give something that's like I'm actually gonna like stand behind and gamble myself. You know, like I'm not gonna just give you a pick just to give you a pick. Um, you know, like you know, like with the you know the caps have locks, which actually ended up you know being two and one which is pretty sweet. Uh, you know, like those games are games that I like, I'll look at and be like, okay, like this is, this is a game I like. This is a game I like. This is a game I like. There's the reasons why I don't get into them as much, obviously with, the, with the, in the caps have locks, but it's because it's more theatrical more than anything else. It's kind of more funny, but I do do the research behind it and everything. And I do want to, you know, I do make sure that I, I'm picking games that I actually, you know, believe in. Um, but like I said, that was just like, it was, it was a horrible game. Like, I don't, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I stopped watching it after a while because like, it's just like, there was no point. Like Gonzaga and it's funny because Gonzaga, I, everybody's been saying it all year. Gonzaga's, you know, fucking Fugazi ass number one team. And you know, they keep, you know, they don't play anybody. And yeah, I mean, they went down to the wire with UCLA, a freaking 11 seed. Um, you know, the only reason why they, got a, uh, you know, they, they got to the championship game is because, um, you know, they hit a big uh, three-pointer. J- uh, Jalen Slugs, I believe it was, uh, hit a three-pointer and win the game. Um, but, you know, I mean, they were going back and forth that entire game. That game was close the entire way. Um, and that was an 11 seed. Obviously, yeah, they were hot. They were, had momentum. They're UCLA, so it's not like they're playing with, you know, a team like Butler, you know, where Butler doesn't have the recruitment, you know, uh, amenities that a UCLA does or something. But still, you know, nobody expected them to get to the Final Four, you know, let alone be within one possession of going to the championship game. So, uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I got on the, on the college stuff just because it's really, like, you know, not it, – it, like I said, the game sucked. Uh, so we'll get into baseball. Uh, I got a couple picks for you for uh, today. Obviously, I'm recording this on Wednesday. This will be out Thursday morning. Uh, so make sure that you do listen to this because there are a, uh, in the, uh, as early as possible because there are a couple of picks that are kind of afternoon ga- that are afternoon games. Because frankly, I didn't t- I didn't time this right. Um, you know, baseball Thursday is a getaway day. Like there's usually not a ton of games on. Like it's travel days, whatever. So. First one um, is Milwaukee minus one thirty money line. Uh, Corbin Burns, I think, has a chance to be one of the better pitchers in baseball this year. Uh, young dude, you know, uh, came through the system with Milwaukee. Has great stuff. Obviously, pitched you know uh, into the sixth inning. I believe he had a no hitter and a perfect game going. Um, they're going up against Cardinals. Adam Wainwright, you know, Adam Wainwright is Adam Wainwright. He's you know a vet who had a bad first game. He's he's got a twenty and a half ERA. Obviously, it's bloated because he only pitched one game. But you know, I'm going with the the guy with the better stuff. They have a good lineup too. Obviously, Yelich has been uh, Yelich is Yelich. I don't put much stake into last year, and you know, I've talked about this on the podcast before in, in the past where I've said that I would take him as my MVP pick. Uh, you know, I think that they're just the better team um, right now. You know, it's it's very early, obviously, and the Cardinals are never a team to bet against when it comes to making the playoffs, making the champion, or making a World Series run. 
but for this specific game, just I'm going straight off of the pitching matchup. But Corbin Burns, like I said, is is I think he's going to have a monster year. So uh, taking that minus one thirty, uh, Minnesota uh, minus one seventy five. It's a bit of a big line, but um, you know Jose Barrios against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, I love Jose Barrios. I think Jose Barrios again is another one. It's a got phenomenal stuff, and he kind of reminds me a lot of Luis Severino uh, in a way. Like they have. You know, they've had spurts where they've been really good and they've had spurts where they can't put it together. But, uh, you know, again, I'm going with the lineup here too. Um, they have a, better, a way better lineup than Seattle does. Uh, you know, they still you have Josh Donaldson and Miguel Sano and, and Max Kepler. Byron Buxton hit one almost 500 feet the other day. So uh, I think it may be a little bit of a uh, one-sided slugfest. I think Barry also pitched good. I think he'll probably – Give up two, three runs, maybe. Uh, pitch into the sixth, seventh inning, uh, and then uh, you know the twin. I think the Twinkies are gonna are gonna you know just pounce on uh, pounce on Seattle's uh, staff. I think they're gonna pounce on the bull, on the bullpen. I'm sorry, they're gonna pounce on, on Marco Gonzalez and pounce on the bullpen. Um, so you know it's big, you know big money line, but again, I like it. Uh, so I'm taking it. Uh, and then I got one dog for you. Uh, Pittsburgh's only plus one thirty against. The Cubs tomorrow, which is really weird to me. Uh, I know Arietta is pitching for the Cubs, and Arietta is not what it used to be, but it's still it's like Pittsburgh's the worst team in baseball. If you don't really follow baseball that much, Pittsburgh is legitimately the worst team in baseball. So anytime that they're that low of a dog, I'm kind of like intrigued. I'm I'm kind of intrigued by it. I won't lie, you know. So and it's a day game. Uh, or I'm, I think I think it's a day game. Uh, either way, it's still it's a game that. I just like it. It stuck. It stuck out to me when I looked at it. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I mean, because I've been looking at the lines every single day, obviously. And you know, again, it was a different pitching matchup, but you know, there was a game where the Cubs were minus 175 on opening day. So you know, against Pittsburgh. So I mean, it's just it's it's not like Arietta is what it used to be. The Cubs in general aren't exactly what they used to be either. Uh, they've you know made some trades here and there. They let some, let some guys go like Schwarber. Um, you know, there's obviously been a ton of, you know, controversy with, with Bryant and, you know, uh, Rizzo's extension. So, you know, they're kind of a team in flux right now. Uh, and I think that they're right, right for the picking for Pittsburgh to take it tomorrow. Uh, like I said, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good odds. So, uh, that was, that's kind of what stuck out to me. Uh, so that's why I said, take them, uh, plus plus one thirty from Pittsburgh and, uh, We'll get into some hockey real quick here, too. Just a couple hockey picks for you. Um, Tampa Bay, minus 220. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay is one of the best teams in the league. It's a big line, I know. But uh, it's kind of one of those where I'll put it this way. It's like if you're in a bit of a hole like I am, uh, I haven't won a bet in my last six, I want to say. I need a winner. (laughs) I need a win. Frankly, I need a winner. Um, other than my, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, like, like I, like I had said already, excuse me. Um, you know, I went two and one with the Cavs have locks and then I made some really stupid baseball bets that I just, you know, wish I took back. Um, but I need to win. So minus two twenty. it's, it's literally just to like give myself like the self-confidence that I can actually get a win again. Um, so it's a big line, but you know, if you're in the same hole as I am, and I know a lot of you are out there. Take that shit. Tell me to take it. Um, and then the other, other one I got is Florida plus 125. Florida has just been a team that's always – it has been good to me this year. 
You know, I think that I've taken them a fair amount of times. They've only lost a couple times. I like their team in general. I think, you know, Vincent Trocek and uh, Aaron Ekblad and obviously my guy, uh, my guy, um, Keith Yandel. I, I literally was like, my guy. And then I forgot the fucking guy's name. Uh, Keith Yandel, who played for the Rangers for a while uh, down there in Florida now. Uh, you know, good odds, like I said, plus 125. I think that that's the move there. Um, and that's all I got for, for, for gambling stuff right now. Um, you know, we'll get into some draft stuff when it gets closer. Uh, you know, obviously the Jets did trade, um, Sam Darnold to the Panthers and I'm a little upset about that. I won't lie (laughs) because I was, you know, it was a pipe dream obviously, but I wanted him to come to the Steelers. I wanted the Steelers to take him and take, you know, let Ben take him under his wing for a little while and, you know, come back next year. You know, he's in a new system. He's in it's. He's in with an organization that doesn't have their head up their fucking ass. Like you know, but he's with he's with uh, you know he's with Carolina now. Uh, he's, you know, Joe Brady and Matt Rule are two you know up and coming young coaches. <laughs> you know, hopefully Joe Brady stays there for at least a year or two, uh, so you can actually like let Sam learn from him because he's just kind of a you know quote unquote quarterback whisperer apparently because uh, you know what he, his success he had with. Uh, with Joe Burrow at LSU, and then obviously, I mean, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's. I think at this stage in his career, he is what he is. But you, you know, you there, there was some, there was some signs of life out of him last year. So I guess you can you can attribute some of that to uh, to Joe Brady. Um, yeah, but that's all I got for sports right now. Um, I do have a come up. I do have some other stuff that I want to talk about because, uh, well, frankly, it's uh, it's. It, it it's it hits close to home. Let's put it that way. This is such a this is a topic where it's like I don't know how to broach it because I don't know the person's real intentions with this whole thing that they're trying to do. So what I'm getting at here is Chet Hanks. Uh, son of Tom Hanks. Everybody kind of hates him. Apparently, he's a big dickhead. I mean, he is a big dickhead. Um, white boy rapper uses the N word in his songs and doesn't really apologize for it either, which is kind of weird. Um, you know, but he's coming out with uh, this new anthem or this new uh, you know mantra called White Boy Summer. But it's not like white boy summer, like, you know, frat bros, douchebag summer, like, let's take, like, you know, summer back, it's, like, the opposite, where it's, like, you know, if you're a frat bro or you're a douche like that, like, you can fuck off, and I just can't, like, tell exactly where, like, this is all coming from, is it a joke, does he, is he serious, because I kind of fall into that category a little bit, I won't lie, you know, I mean, I am wearing a salmon t-shirt right now i so you know i do i have i have uh excuse me i have declared it salmon short season uh you know on twitter at the Donnie finkel uh and everywhere else uh it's like more just kind of like a start of like you know nice nice uh weather you know fun times out drinking outside, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's just kind of happened to be because of this stupid pair of salmon shorts that I had. And again, I do it as like a joking way to like, I'm not being serious about it when I say like, it's fucking salmon short season, bro. Like, you know, time to go drink White Claws and like listen to fucking Marshmallow. Like I do, I do mean it like 
you know, like I'm half kidding. Of course, yeah, it's like, do I want to go outside and drink White Claws and listen to Marshmallow? Yes, because I happen to enjoy Marshmallow's music. I happen to enjoy EDM in general. I mean, that's very white of me to say, of course, the same thing with, you know, enjoying a White Claw or any type of, you know, Spike Seltzer. But, like, I don't mean it as in, like, you know, this is like a state of mind and it's like you have to, like, you know, embrace it the way that I, I portray it as. It's like I do it as a joke, you know, and, like, it's more just because, like, my friends used to make fun of me because I have this pair of salmon shorts. Um, and if you're uh, following me on Instagram, at the Donnie Finkel, uh, you'll see that pair of salmon shorts on there a couple times. Uh, did the caps have locks in them and threw a thirst trap up in them, too. Uh, got a few likes on that from my friends. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, it's it's so weird because, like, some of the rules that, he, like, he's laid out, it's, like, you can't wear salmon, you can't wear uh, vineyard vines or polo like Ralph Lauren, and, like, yeah, like, it's, those are all stereotypical white douchebag frat bro, you know, apparel. But it's also, like, the first shirt that he can't, because he's come out with merch, too. He's, like, come out with merch. It's, like, it says White Boy Summer on the back of it. And, like, the first one that he came out with was very similar to, like, you know, neo-Nazi font that they use on, you know, their type of clothing that they they put out there. And he changed it real quick. But, like, I don't know. Like I said, I, I really just, I'm so, like, flabbergasted by all of it. Like, I can't tell if this dude's being serious or not. And, like, it's just all so confusing to me. Um, but I'm going to still keep wearing my salmon shorts because I don't really give a fuck. Uh, I'm going to still keep wearing my Vineyard Vines because I, well, my grandma paid a lot of money for some of the Vineyard Vine stuff that I have. Um, so, you know, I don't want to let it go to waste. I'm not going to be that guy. Um, but either way, like I said, it's just a weird, like... It's, it's I, like I said, I, I just really just am very confused by all of it. Um, that's all I got on that. Um, we'll get to the next topic. It's going to be a bit of a short episode. It's just me this week. Uh, didn't even really uh, try to get anybody on this week. I kind of wanted to just do, a, do it by myself and just, you know, get back to my roots, if you will. Uh, and I did get some, you know, some feedback on the podcast too. It had nothing to do with guests. It was just, you know, some people that listened to it, like were talking to me about some things and like, I'm trying to take that, what they told me to heart to. Um, so, you know, kind of just, like I said, get back to my roots a little bit, you know, just me, me and the mic, uh, you know, doing my thing and just, you know, that's pretty much all. That's pretty much it. So, I mean, the next thing I got, I got that I wanted to talk about was, so there's this show that, I feel like a lot of people haven't heard of, but it's got like a sick cast. Uh, and I feel like this happens like every once in a while, like some like indie show or indie movie gets like by the wayside and it's got like a pretty decent cast and it's not a huge cast. Like it's not like, you know, it's not like star started where it's got like fucking Brad Pitt and like Leo and like fucking Bradley Cooper are all in this little indie show about like a rock band. It's got like, you know, it's got a couple of people from Entourage in it. Uh, Mrs. Ari is in it, and also uh, so is Billy Walsh. Um, you know, they've got Olivia Culpo in it, uh, former Miss Universe, uh, was dating, I believe she dated Tim Tebow. She dated Christian McCaffrey. Uh, she might still be dating him. And I think she dated Danny Amendola, too. Um, but she was a model. Now she's an actress. Uh, she's been on the, sh she's, uh, on the show. Um 
you know, and then, then there's, you know, like a couple of like little, you know, people that like I know that other people may not, uh, like Andy Black is the, is the, the lead character in the show and he's the lead singer of Black Veil Brides, uh, which is like a, you know, a grunge metal, you know, like emo type of, you know, band, you know, that like is in my wheelhouse, obviously. So like, I love that. Um, and there's like cameos from like, you know, people that are also like, you know, in pop punk music like uh kellen quinn is in it uh and he's the lead singer of sleeping with sirens and like there's some other ones too um but it's so the show basically what it is is that it came out or it's i'm sorry it's a spin-off of a movie called american satan which was a very small indie movie my weird ass found it somehow and watched it one night and really enjoyed it. Uh, basically it's about a band that sells that sells their soul to the devil. Um, and you know, they get their success and everything and then bad things start to happen afterwards. And, you know, I don't want to get into spoilers because I mean, you don't have to watch the movie to see the show. Um, but it just makes it a little easier. Um, but so basically, you know, they, they made this spinoff show that kind of like continued the story or whatever. And, uh, I, you know, like saw like a targeted ad about it on Instagram. And so I started following the Instagram account, like, you know, watching, you know, watching, uh, you know, the trailers and stuff. And, and I saw like, I was like, Oh, like, you know, there's a couple of people from Entourage and obviously I'm a huge Entourage guy. You know, I know who Andy Black is obviously. Um, and then Cameron Boyce, you know, rest in peace, uh, was also in the show as well. Uh, and he's probably my favorite character in the show, to be honest with you. I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but so like, I'm like, oh, this show looks fucking sick. And I'm like, where can I find this? Like, when is this coming out? And like the, for the longest time, it was like, we don't have a distributor for it. Like, we don't know what streaming service is going to be on. Like, bear with us. Like, we don't know. Um, but we're, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Finally, it ends up that it's going to be on, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, you know, we got a second trailer. Everything looks great. All of it comes out in one day. I was like, oh, I'm just going to binge watch this. Like, you know, I watched the first few episodes and I go to, I think I went, I was eating dinner or something and I went to go turn it back on and it's like, oh, there's only like up until episode five is on there and the rest of the sh episodes are still like visible, but you can't click on them. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I, like naturally I Google to see what's going on and I ended up seeing on their Instagram page, the, the paradise city. Oh, by the way, by the way, the name of the show is paradise city. I should have said that, uh, the paradise city Instagram account is like being like, you know, there's some sabotage going on here. Like we're trying to figure this out. We're so mad. And I'm like, this is fucking nuts. Like, this is like, not like, like, I don't know what it is specifically. Like, is Bezos, like, I don't want any devil-worshipping, like, shows on there? Like, or, or well, he, maybe he might actually be the devil, so I don't think that that would be the case. But um, either way, it's still weird, you know? Like, it was just, like, it's not, like, a huge show where it's, like, yeah, like, we're going to take this off the air because it's controversial enough where it's, you know, enough people are, like, seeing buzz. It ended up, I think, you know, me using my brain. Uh, and my PR degree that I don't use for anything else, uh, I think it was it was all just a publicity stunt because it wasn't like they had you know the biggest buzz. It had buzz, but after you know it got back on Amazon, like it was number one uh, on iTunes. It was number one on you know every chart you can find where there's you know they chart TV shows. Like it was number one, number one above any anything and everything. So 
Sounds like to me, you know, they might have cut the cord for a little while because, you know, they needed a little bit of buzz and it helped. Um, so I thought it was just kind of a crazy story that I feel like nobody's talking about. Um, if you haven't seen the show, it's really good. Like I said, it's, it's back on Amazon now. Uh, it's called Paradise City. Check it out. Uh, it's a short uh, first season. It's only eight, uh, ep- eight episodes. Um, I'm assuming that it should be coming back for a second one. Uh, considering that the, they've, you know, had a lot of buzz and everything, so. But like I said, I thought it was just kind of like a weird, and then like for the Instagram account to be like, yeah, there's sat like there's some type of sabotage going on here and shit like that. And I'm like, like I don't like, I don't think that I, that the Twitter or the, I'm sorry, the Instagram account for a TV show should be like, like like. You know, like making up conspiracy theories that like somebody is somebody at Amazon is is. Somebody in Amazon is literally like trying to sabotage them. I thought it was just really weird. Um, but either way, and obviously it worked because like I said, they did, you know, they went to number one after that. So uh, somebody who's one will always be number one, not only in our hearts and in our minds, but also on the charts and everywhere else. That's my girl, T-Baby, Taylor Swift. She came out with a new song today uh, from her Fearless album, Taylor's version, um, with the song being called Mr. Perfectly Fine. Uh, it's about Joe Jonas and, you know, the, the big buzz. Not only is the fact that it just it's the song is really good uh, and everything that she does get buzzed now, but, it's, you know, Sophie Turner, you know, like – put out an Instagram story, bump into it. And like a bunch of people are like, she probably doesn't even know that that's about her husband and all this shit. And I'm like, dude, she knows like going back to what I said before about the other show. Like you think she doesn't know that you think that she doesn't know that her husband had a song written about him by uh, Taylor Swift. And you know, like she, you know that that's, you know, she hasn't, not that she hasn't done anything in a while because she's, she's been pregnant. So like she hasn't really, you know, been in the, in the scene or anything. So, well, why not throw up the throw that Instagram story up there? Get yourself a little bit of buzz. Get yourself back in the limelight, you know, because you were, you know, like I said, you know, with child, so you know, you were kind of too busy raising your, you know, like being pregnant and shit. So like, you know, like I said, now, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think it's just very funny that people think that she doesn't know. Like it's, it's all, especially in Hollywood, it's like if you, if you, don't, if you really don't know, then you're just a moron. Like that's what that comes down to. Uh, but it's a really good song. Obviously, like I said, I was bump not bumping to it, but like I was jamming to it today. I can't wait for the album to come out. Like, you know, it's uh, 30 songs, I think. And it's, you know, Fearless was obviously one of her best albums. And I'm a huge, t- I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a, I mean, I guess I could say I'm a Swifty, but like, I'm not like huge. Like a lot of people are like, I love her music. I think she's, you know, great and everything. But there are there was a time where like I started to fall off her a little bit. It was like after like I know you knew you were trouble in blank space. Like after that I started to fall off a bit. Came back on with folklore and evermore. Uh, you know, so <laughs> big back big back on Taylor Swift. Um, you know, like I fell off, like I said, for a little while, but we're back. We're back on the hype train. Uh full steam ahead. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of the way. Um, because it's going to happen regardless. But I mean, that's that's all. I pretty much all I have for today. Like I said, it's going to be a bit of a short episode. Um, I'm just kind of crunched for time. I just started a new job, and I just kind of 
I don't have much time to do anything anymore. Um, so I wanted to get this out real quick, like I said, just to kind of give you guys a little something, a reasoning behind why I wasn't uh, on last week. Uh, and that's pretty much it for me. So with no guest, I will give my closing thoughts. As always, have some alcoholic beverages, have some consensual sex, and have yourselves a fucking day. We'll see you guys next week. I'm out. See, most people flip the cakes. I replace the cakes. That's the Donnie difference.